This week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with Dennis Newell and find out what is going on with the Speedway in Sydney. I hope you'll stay with us. Dennis Newell joins us on Inside Motorsport once again. It's always a pleasure to catch up with you, Dennis. And as I keep saying, you were the second guest on this show, and that was back in 1994. So that's quite a while ago. Was it that long ago, Craig? Wow. Gee. Where have the years gone? <laughs> to home flies when you're having fun, of course. When you're having fun, absolutely. <laughs> Speedway in Australia is in an interesting time for our biggest city, with the government announcing that the Valvoline Raceway, Parramatta City Raceway, some will remember it as, the Speedway by the freeway, well, it is going to be moved. And there was quite a lot of shock, and in some ways it has helped revitalise your newspaper career, Dennis Newland. Well, um, I guess you could say that indirectly. Um, you know, I've had a long, long-time involvement with uh, in Sydney with the Daily and the Sunday Telegraph, for that matter. But I guess uh, what you're saying is true. The uh, news, uh, which hit like an atomic bomb um, on October 21 last year, that Valvoline Raceway uh, would be demolished in, to make way for the Metro West Rail Link. Everybody was talking about it. I mean, it didn't matter where you go, the local club I go to, and people were talking about, oh, did you hear about the Speedway? And, and everyone, and, and some of the people who were more senior, I guess, at the particular club that I go to, who do remember the Halcyon days at the Sydney Showground, were certainly talking very much about Speedway rather than other sports like cricket or football, which, which has been many, many decades, Speedway has been front and centre in the news. So I, I thought, well, we probably won't get a better opportunity than this to really push Speedway further. And so what I did, I, I have a very good working relationship with both the Daily and the Sunday Telegraph. Now, you were talking about 1994 with your show. Well, that's actually when I started doing articles in the Daily Telegraph, 1994. For the previous 10 years, I I was the Speedway correspondent for the Sun Herald, the Fairfax Sunday newspaper. And the point I'm making that when I went to see the editors, they were uh, only too happy to give me a weekly Speedway column in the Sunday Telegraph here in Sydney. And it's also on the website, the Sunday Telegraph, uh, Daily Telegraph News News Corp uh, website, the sports pages of their website. So it goes out electronically and, of course, it's in, in print form as well. But the most significant thing is, is correct, what you said, um, the profile of the sport has been lifted. Probably not for the best reason. We would certainly uh, hate to see the demise of a venue that's been a part of the Sydney Speedway scene for 42 years. Valvoline Raceway, Parramatta City Raceway, Sydney Speedway, whatever you want to call it. As you said, the Speedway by the Freeway, it's got all those cliches. But, you know, it's probably a sad time for Sydney Speedway because so many people remember going to Parramatta City Raceway and Valvoline Raceway when they were growing up. Now, what is going to happen? Well, that's still not quite decided. I'm hearing, and it's been in the press anyway, about a site that's been designated out at Eastern Creek Motorsport Park. Now, that's all well and good, but from what I'm told, and by people in the know, uh, not just Joe Blogg, the land is not big enough. Allegedly, only 14 acres. Not enough. Nowhere near enough. And not only that, it is near the drag strip, so or the dragway. Uh, so immediately, we have a problem what's going to happen on boxing night when the drag racing has their biggest night and so too one of the biggest nights in australian speedway so what's going to happen who knows 
Uh, there was a site that Barry and Felicity Waldron, the lease holders at Valvoline Raceway, did have further down near, down near the light horse interchange. Allegedly, uh, there was no response from the state government over that proposal. So, Craig, still one of these kind of things that the, the clear definition of what is going to happen has still got to be resolved, I guess. It is not the first time that speedways have closed in Sydney. And, in fact, it's, it is actually quite staggering how many speedways have been in Sydney since the city was founded. There was up to three speedways, maybe even four speedways running at any one particular time in that uh, 1950s period I'm thinking of. That's exactly right. When, when you look at the very fact of the matter is you had the Sydney Showground, the Sydney Sports Ground, you, you know, you had Cumberland Oval, you know, you had Windsor and um, Westmead, of course. I mean, all up, the, the most important issue in all of this in history and what's happened in Sydney since the 30s, 11 tracks come and gone without being replaced. Now, you look at it like, Craig, in, in years gone by, if a venue like, well, let's take Liverpool City Raceway, for example. Okay, we all know that was earmarked Stockland real estate development and also residential and, and shopping centre complex. Where we, we, we knew that. And it was only a matter of when it was going to happen. Well, well, it happened April 1989. But at that time, there was still, you know, Parramatta City Raceway. That was still going. And, you know, there was another alternate venue in Sydney. You don't have to be a rocket science to see that all those numbers have been eliminated. Even when Westmead closed, that closed in May 1968. Now, okay, Windsor was still running, but it was on its last leg. But Liverpool City Raceway was just starting off its illustrious career. There was still the Sydney Showground. There was Kembla Grange Speedway. There was Newcastle Motodrome. You know, I mean, you can put in Ed and Greta and Morissette for that matter. You know, there were still a number of speedways around. What we have seen in the evolution of time, all of the tracks have been eliminated, particularly in the Sydney Basin, the Sydney scene. And, and out of Sydney scene, you take, you know, obviously Kembla Grange Speedway and, and Morissette and Ed and Greta, of course, and Newcastle. And, of course, the most important one of all, the Sydney, the hallowed Sydney showground. And so it goes on. So now we're down to one track. And the biggest problem is there's a time frame. The Valvoline Raceway leaseholders are there. Their, their lease terminates on June 30, 2021. That's when they've got to vacate the premise. Now, if something's not built, and, and let's face it, you know, the clock's ticking here, Craig. We will be without a speed lane. That breaking continuity is going to be the biggest difficulty. It's We saw it with the drag racing people some years ago mm. when they lost Castle Race. I think they went five, six years without a venue. So this is pretty serious stuff. But, you know, the hardest thing at the moment, the most difficult aspect of this there doesn't seem to be much coming out of government corridors of power over there. Statement was made, yes, there will be a replacement, and uh, that's all gives everyone nice, warm, fuzzy feeling, and yes, that's how politicians work and all the rest of it. But back up, well, okay, when, when are they going to start digging, removing soil, get the thing built? When is all this going to start? Not a word. No, the clock's ticking all the time. Well, we mentioned earlier that your newspaper column is uh, getting more prominence but once again in the newsstands there's a Dennis Newland Speedway Classic which 
people can go out and enjoy some of the days that we've talked about already back from the showground, sports ground and and all. Yeah, well, Craig, I'll, I'll quickly give you the edited highlights with this. Uh, 2019 was probably the best uh, year in my Speedway involvement and, and it's um, history now, the, the massive surprise birthday party, a trip to America and so on and so on. Uh, you know, when I come back to Australia, I thought, well, this is this is going to be a year of something really an exceptional year. Um, it doesn't come along every every year like this. Things that have happened. So I thought, well, why don't I? What's the next best thing I can do? And I thought, well, I'll, I'll go back into publishing and do a not a not a not a regular weekly, fortnightly, monthly publication, but a special every six months, whatever, whatever. And 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 of course, uh, my uh, magazine in the year when I used to produce National Speedway Illustrated, whether it be in a newspaper format or a magazine format, uh, one of one of the system publications I had was called Speedway Classic. Now, the last time I ever brought out a Speedway Classic was 1987. <laughs> so I thought it's probably time to bring another one out. <laughs> and that's how it all come about. A, a great year, 2019. And, um, and now it is available in all... Uh, major news agents at all major news agents around Australia and uh, there's a lot of reading in it. I provided a fair percentage of the editorial but what I had from writers like David Burrell who's my uh, writer in the days, my uh, National Speedway Illustrator, Jerry Nowicki from the United States written a magnificent article about Midland America through the decade and, and his father Bob Nowicki who was one of the most famous USAC midget car owners and of course Bob Pattersall raced for him, you know, Mario Andretti, Lloyd Ruby, Gary Bettenhausen, and AJ Foyt, you know he's had a few series. Uh, he wrote a great article uh, Steve Magro has written a couple of great articles, one in particular on Marshall Sargent. Did, did a great story on Marshall Sargent. Bill Bowling, a name probably not very well known. Now, he's written a superb story, uh, typical Sunday afternoon at Sydney's Westmead Speedway. Captured it perfectly, you know, even right down to the Mackay or Mackay and Boys pies. You could buy at the track. And don't we all in that era remember a McCain boy's pie, let me tell you. <laughs> so he's, he's mentioned all of that. Um, uh, you know, Con Migro in Perth wrote a great story. Uh, there, there's been some great support, great great people around me who have helped make this happen. But um, probably the one common theme in the positive feedback, and I've been overwhelmed by the response, I must tell you. Um, it, it's taken me by surprise. Uh, I, I got to be honest. Uh, all the photos that I've used and selected have never been seen before. There's, there's so many. Or there's one or two, of course, but 95% of all the photos included in the magazine Craig have never been seen before. Some from people's private collections, and that's what I wanted to go for. Uh, people who just captured the moment, captured the scene, captured the time, captured the era. It's all in Speedway Classic. And, of course, the next question you might well ask, well, will there be another one? Well, probably in the middle of next year there will be because people are uh, have already received a couple of stories for the next one. <laughs> so it looks like the decision's been made for me. <laughs> but it's been a magnificent, and I must thank the people, the kind words, the emails, the text messages, the phone calls, you name it. Um, I've been overwhelmed. 
and uh, it, it, it's my thanks to the Speedway people for supporting this. And um, everybody has been right behind it, and um, I, I'm just I'm just very appreciative of the people. You know, they 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 say yes or no. They're the determining factor. Is it, is it do they like it or they don't like it? Well, fortunately, the response has been you know something I just unbelievable. There's some very good speedway people out there. I can tell you. you know. Well, before so it's all good, it's all good news. Before Speedway Classics 2020 comes out, for the Speedway listener, we are starting a podcast together, yes, now that's focusing on Speedway. Yes, exciting news. I'm looking forward to this. It's, it's going to be fabulous. So for those of you listening on the Community Radio Network, check out sportradio.com.au and you'll find a podcast each week on Speedway with Dennis and myself. And I... I'm sure you'll find something interesting there. We're certainly going to be going around the country speaking to uh, many of the people who are out there making Speedway happen right across the country. Yeah, now I'm really looking forward to that, Craig. A great innovation and, and full credit to yourself for for putting all this together and putting it in place. And, um, yeah, it'll be fabulous. Well, Dennis, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you on Inside Motorsport, and I'll be speaking a lot more to you throughout Inside Speedway throughout the rest of the 2020 racing season. All right. Thanks very much, Craig. Always a delight to be in your program. That's all we've got time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time around, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.